Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life lessons with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have an incredible guest who's going to share so much light and wisdom with you all. Her name is Zoe Thompson and she's a lifestyle and well-being coach working with clients both online and in person to help them make profound and lasting change, unlocking minds so that they can live the best life they want with confidence. She rose from the ashes and became a brighter, stronger version of herself and now she helps others to get to that same place too. She also is particularly passionate about working with charities, small businesses and young people. In this episode, Zoe shared her top five lessons which has helped her grow into the servant leader that she is today and here they are. Number one, nothing will happen until you take the first step. In other words, take action in your life. Number two, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Number three, finding a positive in every situation, learning from your experiences. Number four, give everything you do 100% and be more present in the moment. Number five, know your values, needs and purpose because that's what allows you to have more clarity in your life. She shared two important questions that you should all ask yourself whilst listening to this podcast today. If you carry on at the same pace, doing what you're doing, where will you be in 12 months? And the second question is, are you working on the tomorrow that you want as well as focusing on your today? Make sure you guys all go and reach out to Zoe. And without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Zoe, thank you so much for being with me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I'm so I'm super grateful to have you on the show and I'm genuinely really curious to know your top five life lessons because I know we connected very randomly through LinkedIn or I say randomly but I connect with people on there which I feel like they have some similarities with me they're on kind of a similar self-development journey or some kind of a coaching journey and I love connecting with people like that because I know number one they're open-minded and I know number two that they're gonna have some kind of life experience similar to myself so I want all my listeners to get as much value as that as they can from that so the show is yours Zoe because as you know on my podcast you, you listen to the last a, a couple of the last few yeah I just get straight to the point and I just want to hear from you and what are your top five life lessons that you've learned so far through your life your journey your business everything I'm just I'm going to shut up and I just want to listen <laughs> okay well I, I'll, um, I'll jump straight in then I I, there's so much, isn't there? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, when you get to a certain age, there's a lot of life experience that gets piled into that. And I would definitely say from my life experiences, I've crammed an awful lot into the years that I've already had. So now I'm just trying to ease off a little bit and enjoy them because I've crammed it all in in my 20s and 30s. Um, so I, I have five um, and they are kind of all interlinked um, and I will reference why some of them are really important. These are not in any particular order. So the first one is that nothing will happen until you take the first step. And I think that's, for me, that's, it's a lot of um, what comes up with people who I work with now. Um, But ultimately for me, I was in a very, I was a very stuck um, mentally, physically, not, not very well at all. And I stayed in that place for quite a long time. Change just felt impossible. It just felt like too hard to do. But when I when I was ready to take that first step, 
like literally everything just kind of unraveled and life got amazing not not like immediately you know those first couple of months were really really tough um but if I I look back now and I think of all of the amazing things that happened if I hadn't have taken that first step I could still very easily be in the situation that I was in Mm -hmm. so that's definitely my first one and I think a lot of people assume or think that that first step has to be really big and it doesn't it really doesn't need to be big. You know, you can take lots of, that first step could be a really, really small step of change that starts you in that right direction. Um, but I think that that for me is, you know, what's your first step going to be? What does it need to be? What does that look like? And then get excited about that first step. Scary, but excited. I love and that. so that yeah. probably goes into the second one. They're a little bit linked in that you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So life doesn't, I know that's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? Especially in the coaching world of life doesn't happen in the comfort zone. And I think that's, that's very, very true. Um, I, somebody said that to me. So I, when I was, um, when I was training for a strong woman, so I was training for a competition and I was training for the Atlas stone. So, you know, the, the big, the big cement stones yep. that you pick up off the floor and you have to land on the platform. And it's quite often the last event. And so it's a, it's a bit of a showstopper in the, in the strongman world. Um, but it's an event that requires not just the mental strength, but it's a complete physical upper body, lower body, the entire, it uses every, every muscle in the body and it's a, it's a tough event. And I remember picking picking the stone up and it was on my chest. So it literally had to, you hold your breath because it sits on your lungs and couldn't breathe and was really fighting on it to get it onto, onto this platform. And the guys who I were training with, I, the guys that I was training with at the time said, Zoe, you've got to get used to being uncomfortable. This sport is, is about pain. It's about discomfort. It's about all of these things that and I was having a bit of a moan about them. I will put my hand <laughs> up. I was having a bit of a, a bit of a whinge. And they said, you've got, you've got to get comfortable with that feeling of pain and that feeling of discomfort if you're going to be good in this sport. And that to me, that, that's what life is about, isn't it? It's about pushing through and not backing off when it starts to get uncomfortable and pushing through and knowing or even not knowing what might happen next when you push through those mental and and physical barriers I guess so they they kind of come kind of come in together they do kind of link together I get that because you got you got to first take the you got to take that step which is very uncomfortable as you said the second Mm -hmm. one is about comfort and so I honestly believe the same thing I mean if I didn't take the step over six years ago to overcome my shyness my introverted um, personality then I wouldn't yeah. be this super confident, crazy guy that everybody knows today. Because yeah. honestly, Zoe, people think that I'm just on drugs. Genuinely, they're like, are you, a, are you always so happy and positive and crazy and have so much energy? And I'm like, well, over six years ago, I just took the step, which for me was just, it was just a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. It was literally just a decision. It wasn't even anything physical. It was just in my head. I, took, I made the decision myself that life sucks when, you, when, you're, when you're not confident you know when you don't have friends when you don't have um some kind of influence when when you want to do something more with your life but you feel stuck and that kind of links very nicely into to get out of the comfort zone you've got to take that first step Um, and if you don't then you'll always be just feeling stuck right yeah 
And the, the crazy thing is, is that people, you know, when we're not happy, it's uncomfortable. But to get to a place where we feel happy and we feel fulfilled, we have to go through a different level of uncomfortable. But I think the difference is it's an unfamiliar uncomfortable. Yeah. So we get very comfortable in our uncomfortable, unhappy state. And so we have to push through that to to find that happiness and that fulfillment. And so I think it's that pushing through that next but it's a very different type, isn't it? It's the unknown, the uncertainty, and that's the challenge for a lot of people to push through. But yeah, I think that's that they are those two for me linking. Um, but definitely that first step, and it isn't going to be comfortable, but when you get used to that uncomfortable feeling and just get used to the that nervous feeling or that yeah. feeling of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here, or oh, why did I agree to this? And yeah. then just rolling, rolling with it, rolling with that that nervousness and excitement too i guess so. yeah that's, i was just about to add that actually Zoe, because one of my mentors once taught me um shift the word or whenever you have this feeling of nervousness instead mm-hmm. of instead of saying to your mind or allowing your mind to think that it, that it is a state of nervousness switch it up and just instead of saying i'm nervous say i'm excited this is yeah. a this is an exciting feeling i can't wait to grow and come out of this comfort place that i'm stuck in right now and so yeah. to switch up the word nervous with excited and it really does inside our mind psychologically mm-hmm. really switches up something up there where it makes us consciously believe that we're not actually scared we can do it we suddenly feel confident we suddenly feel a mm-hmm. bit excited to just take the leap yeah the physiological response is exactly the same isn't it the only difference is the internal conversation that what's going on up here yeah. is the is the main difference procrastination so. monkey that tim urban talks yeah. about in his ted talk yeah absolutely so, so powerful cool so i the third one actually you've you um you already hinted at so the third one for me is finding a positive in every situation nice um and it's Definitely. something that i um I fight really hard for and and so I think even if it's a learning there's always a positive there's always a positive to be found and I think for me um even through my life experiences both person personally and professionally even through like the most challenging times um there are positives in there and you know we're very good at and we 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 remember the maybe the uncomfortable times the painful times the times that that hurt us but that's when we've probably grown that's when we've evolved that's where we've learned that's where we've pushed through and so I think that for me is is you know even if it's just on a daily basis you know I think and you I know one of your other guests talked about you know the morning gratitudes and Mm. and having that positivity you know at the end of the day thinking about what's gone well in the day because it's it's easy isn't it to sit at the end of the day and mull over all of the things that didn't go so well but not many people sit at the end of the day and go, oh, okay, this went well today. Um, and I think sometimes it is the positive is just that you've learned something, either you've learned something about yourself or you've learned something about how, maybe it's how not to do it next time. That might exactly. be the learning, yeah. but there are positives in there. And I think that's um, that's something I work really hard to do is, is try and reframe and look for the positives, look for the learnings. And then, you know, might not be able to do anything about it this time, but I will know and I will go into the next situation with a different a different way of approaching things. Yeah, I think perspective, for me, the one word that keeps coming into my head while you're talking about that positivity and 
to, to continue to strive to find the positive in the bad situations or the challenges mm-hmm. in life. It's just perspective. You know, we all have a different way of looking at things in our life. Mm-hmm. And so when we focus on just perspective of how can I improve the situation next time instead of what I sucked at or what I did bad or what, what I messed up on, like people are confused about mistakes and failure. They think they're bad yeah. things. We've been taught by society that mistakes and failures are bad things, but in, in reality, they're not. They're actually mm. the only two things that we have to do to get to the next level. True, yeah. right? That's the perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, I think that's probably one of the, my favourite bits about coaching is helping the people who I work with to explore different perspectives, explore different options, yep. and how that might feel different for them when they see it in a different way. And, yeah, I think perspective is is so incredibly important. And not just for, from our own personal different perspectives but being able to see the world from perspectives of other people as well is definitely yeah. very important so for sure i love that okay. awesome i love it three down two to go, two to go. Okay. <laughs> so next one um so i i quite often talk about uh, it sounds something that you would hear performance coaches say but talk i talk about putting 100 percent into everything because mm-hmm. you get out what you put in um and i think that applies to lots of things of life in general but just you know a job that you're going for um spending time with people so for me it's right down to that being present and being present with who you're you're with so giving a hundred percent to the situation that you're in not multitasking and juggling distractions and things like that but giving a hundred percent to the people that you're with giving a hundred percent to the task that you're doing given 100% to life you know I think it's like right down from that sort of very granular detail right through to giving 100% to to the things that you want to do in life and not kind of I want to use the word bumble which perspective bumble <laughs> bumble along bimble along bumble along I'm not quite sure but it's you know you, you see a lot of people just kind of the day to day to me that's almost like survival mode of you know not really thinking about things not really making decisions waiting for life to make decisions for them and just kind of just going with the flow right yeah which yeah when you're going with the flow with purpose that's very different to kind of the you know living um living at at calls where you're waiting for life to make its decisions and Mm. decide what you're going to do so um yeah for me the giving 100% into everything being mindful purposeful being present you know just being there and giving giving it 100% and you know from the reason why this is in here is you know if when I'm talking about my story you know I gave the sport of strong women 100% and ended up competing at a high level I gave my job 100% and ended up with you know promotions and and getting to the top of the business I was in so I think it's for me it's played out in lots of different different areas and now it's 100% in a different direction but yeah. that return on on the investment is is huge so yeah that was that was my fourth one is 100% but not not necessarily in terms of like that performance you know you gotta, you gotta give it 100% you gotta work 23 hours of the day and you know you sleep when you're dead and no team no, no rest days hustle, not that hustle, kind hustle, of 100%. hustle grind life no. No, no no not that not that element it's more 
the purposeful, mindful, being present 100%. I agree with you. And you know why I love what you just said? Because, well, number one, you mentioned the name of the podcast is The Purposeful Mindset, right? It's actually Absolutely. having purpose in your mind to, to live more present, to live more mindfully mm-hmm. in your life. And number two, um, when you, like the one thing that comes to my mind when you were sharing about that is those people that I've met on my journey who always talk about the law of attraction and, 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 um, and affirmations, which I love, by the way, I just hate the people that are so obsessed with it, but they don't do anything about it. Like they would write all the affirmations down till the cow come home. Like mm-hmm. they will write all oh, the affirmations. I am strong. I am confident. I am amazing. I am going to make it big. I'm going ha- to be a millionaire. And they write all of these things down, which we must. And it's important, of course. They're your goals. They're your dreams. They're what make you feel confident. However, if you don't go and take action on the law of attraction, nothing yeah. happens. There is yeah. no reaction. You know, like uh, that's what Tony Robbins says, right? You, there's, you, you, you can't expect to just say things and just expect magically this is going to appear in your mind. In, in, in your mind. You know, this is not Aladdin, right? Life is not Aladdin. There's, there's no <laughs> genie. There's no, you know, you don't just rub, rub, the, rub the little, um, what's it called? Um, you know what I, I mean, know, right? You want the lamp and the genie. The lamp, the that's it. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. There's no lamp in life. It's not magic lamp. Nobody gets no, three but that's, that's still an action, isn't it? Even if you, you still got to take an action to get the genie. So you 100%. can't just sit there in front of the lamp and go, I'm waiting. <laughs> you still got to take action. You got to rub it. That's the action, right? Absolutely. And it's like, I always give that analogy of like, one of my mentors taught me of like a, a supercar. Imagine like a Ferrari. You can sit in the most beautiful car in the world, but if there is no fuel in the car, it is not going to go mm. anywhere. And mm. so that's that's kind of, in perspective of what you're, what you're sharing is about being really present in the moment, being mindful, but also taking that, that first step, as you said, as, as your first life mm-hmm. lesson, to take the first step, to take action in your life, to be consistent, to have discipline yeah, and, to, yeah. and to add all of these kind of ingredients together to actually have this purposeful mindset mm-hmm. right? and live, live more with purpose. 100%. Love it. This is getting um, this is getting more and more like juicier and deeper as we go on to the last one. So I mean, I'm right. So the last one, the last one is uh, know your values, your needs, and your purpose. Nice. Now that's in there. It's in there because it comes up a lot in in what I do, and the reason it comes up a lot in what I do is because it's that golden thread that is what makes us who we are it's when we know what those are we make decisions based on what those are and we get that life that we're looking for but I I know from from my own experiences I know what it's like I remember very clearly what it's like when you don't live in alignment with those when you don't live in alignment with your values when your needs are not met and when you don't have a life of purpose so I know what that's like so I know how important it is. Um, but I think also, you know, in, in this kind of work, helping people to work out what it is for them is such an amazing part of being part of that for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just so many people, they might know what their core values are, but they, you ask people when they last sat down and really thought about what are my values? What are my psychological physiological emotional needs how do I meet those 
Um, who helps me to meet those? What what do I do in life that helps me to meet meet those? Um, you know, what's my purpose in life? How am I living? How am I working towards that purpose? Not a lot of people do that. You're right. We probably are in more contact with people who do because of the people we connect with. Um, but there's a lot, you know, I'm, I've sat with, you know, a group recently and, you know, their 30s, 40s, 50s. And this is the first time they've ever sat down and they're like, I need to do this with my children. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, go go through and sit down because even with young people in schools, we we sit there and, and they focus. The focus is on what career are you going to have? Yep. But there's there's children in school right now that are going to go into careers that don't exist yet. They're going to yep. go into jobs that don't exist yet. So if we were to take that down a level and help them to work out who they are, what's important to them, what life of purpose do they want to go out and do, what do they want to you know, who do they want to be as a person? What do they want to achieve? If we can help them work that bit out, helping them to find that direction for a career becomes much easier because they know what's important to them. But we don't yep. we don't do that. So that's my last one is know what your values are because that helps inform the decisions that you make. It helps you to be in control of the life and the direction that life takes rather than allowing other people or situations to make those decisions for you. So powerful. And you know, one word that kept coming to my mind, it was just there at the front of my head right now as you were talking about, that was the word dream. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went to an event once, a couple of years ago, and in that event, there was a lot of people surprised when for the first, and these were like adults, right? Like you said, there were probably people in their late 20s, 30s, 40s, even 50s. It was a mixed event. And I remember, you know, the host was like, all right, we're going to go through a process. We're going to do a little process now. It's going to be uh, a little weird for some of you a lot of a lot of you guys in the room are going to find tension and you're going to try to be defensive about this but we're going to do this process because you came to this room to this event today for a reason and so we are going to go for this process and this process is going to um it's, it's going to be around this one specific thing that most of you in the room have never ever probably have done since you are a, a little kid and it was the process of literally asking all of us a question of going around the whole room and asking that person or every single person in the room had to share, what is your dream? Mm. What actually is your dream? Do you know the one that you used to have as a kid, the real dream? Not the one that your parents told you about, that, that instilled in you as, as you grew up. You know, not the one that your friends have told you, this, you're really good at this, you should go and do this in your life. Yeah. Not the external dreams that other people have put inside of your heart. What is your dream? like the one that you truly wanted to do as a kid. Like for me, when my TED talk, I shared about how when I was a kid, I used to love Action Man. And mm-hmm. Action Man was my hero. It was my Superman in my, in my world as I, as I was growing up. But I knew after I grew up, I can never be Action Man. You know, I can never be any kind of a superhero. But today I genuinely believe that I am a superhero for a lot of my friends because I am genuinely mm-hmm. the Action Man of their life. I'm the one yeah. who they see take so much action in my life. And, and truly live with purpose and always kind and always want to give value and help them from this, the bottom of my heart because I just genuinely love it so much of mm. just finding fulfillment, of helping someone or sharing a, a little happy birthday message or just sending someone some love and some positive light every day. Like for me, that, that question, even if you guys are listening right now still, like that question is so powerful just to ask yourself, what is your dream and write it down mm. and, and believe in it and find the confidence to go after it 
by taking the one step as, as Zoe was sharing earlier on, because that dream is the only thing that's going to lead you to purpose in life. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah, that was, that was the one thing that just came into my mind mm-hmm. as you were sharing that. It's just yeah, it's an important, an important question. And I think a lot of us, even if we go back to the childhood dreams that we have, if you unpick what that was about, there's elements of probably in what you do now that were in that dream. Yep. It might not be the dream, but there are probably elements in it that were important to you that you're finding ways of doing now. But if you sit down and actually look at it and write it out and call it out and get right, what is this? Why is this important to me? It's a much more uh, purposeful decision rather than something yeah. you find yourself in and just kind of happens because that's the type of person you are and the characteristics you have and yeah I think it's really important to yeah people should be living living their dream is I think Zoe the problem is people just don't even write things anymore right they're just always typing and they have the notes yeah. on their phone and which which don't get me wrong I still have my notes on my phone when I want to quickly write down uh, like mm-hmm. a, a thought or an idea that I've had but I still have my journal where like all my dream every single year I would actually physically write down in, in my in my really fancy journal that I bought on purpose because I was like this is my book right this is mm-hmm. my journal this is my all of my thoughts and my um, goals and everything are in that book. And also my affirmations, my gratitude, my goals, my dreams, my vision, um, everything is in there. And I wrote, and when you write things down, it's actually scientifically proven that when you take a pen to paper, yeah. when, when the pen hits the paper, it sends like a signal straight to your brain. And it actually yeah. allows you to express more creativity mm-hmm. from, from past ideas and thoughts on the specific things that you're, you're about to write about. Yeah. And so I found that process really powerful. But Zoe, a lot of people don't, don't write things anymore. It's, just, it's a shame. Yeah, no, I, and I think it's, it's one thing that technology can't replace that, the, the brain, brain to paper. But also for, you know, when it's inside our brains, it's very hard for us to see it. So getting it down on paper and well, you can see what's behind me. I'm, I still I see what the paper. post-it notes. <laughs> yeah, this is all, these are all my actions. And then the more sort of creative is, is over this side. But yeah, I'm, I'm a scribble pen and pen and paper. I'm a very visual, visual kind of me too. visual person. So I, I, you know, talk through a lot of analogies and metaphors and but yeah write, writing it down is, is incredibly powerful but also it helps decompress and deload out of the brain and onto paper can make a big difference especially for overwhelm and anxiety too definitely yeah so a lot of people that are listening to the podcast they have a lot of a lot of them overthink a lot they have anxiety mm. some of them are some of them are going through really tough times now due to the lockdowns and and just being secluded in their life and being stuck at home and stuff like that so what's just before i ask you the last question on 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 the show what was what's your one tip of someone that's feeling like that right now what would you say if someone's feeling if feeling a little bit of anxiety or stress or um, some kind of a mental health challenge they're having or negativity from someone in their life what would you what would be like your one actionable tip that you can give them to go on just one wow so, so I'm not, it's it's very it's such an individual challenge mm-hmm. isn't it I'm not, I yeah. think from from an overwhelm which was the first thing that you mentioned so it's the first thing that popped into my mind um I I encourage people to to have three priorities a day so uh, for me, it's like two, two start and finish tasks because it means you can cross them off the list. And then one task that's um, a, a smaller task that's part of a bigger activity. 
that can make a big difference for overwhelm. Um, just being able to chunk it, chunk things down into so that's why I have post-it notes. These are all yes, it, they're all smaller tasks of a bigger picture. But when I chunk it down, and I I know that the stuff behind me is future tasks, the stuff I can see is this week, and that helps for me just separate what I need to focus on so for me the priority somebody who's struggling with overwhelm it's the, the priorities what do I need to do today and then everything else can wait even if you do three priorities a day over seven days that's still 21 things off your to-do list yeah helps with yeah. procrastination too which you didn't mention but I'll throw it in there anyway awesome no that's powerful I agree I think gen- genuinely if people start even just doing the writing thing, writing down things, you know, I, lo- mm-hmm. I always encourage people when they're yeah. going through those tough times, just write, write things down yeah. or express yeah. it in, in their way. Right. Cause you said it's such an individual thing, which I also agree with. For example, when I'm angry or stressed out or um, just kind of frustrated at something in my life, my way to, of dealing with it is, is fitness, you know, like it's mm-hmm. working out, it's going crazy in my workout yeah. that day and letting all my energy out that way and frustration and anger so I can just sweat it all out of my body. But then some yeah. people can just sit there calm and write all those things down and let it out. So find yeah. the way that works for you, right? Yeah, you have to find what works for you to help you switch, switch that <clears> state <throat> for sure. Love it. Zoe, we're coming up to the end of the show. So I always ask one last question at the end of okay. at the end of my show. And this is basically a little bit more deeper, but I feel like you'll have you'll have a, a really good answer for this. So imagine that imagine that we're at an event, okay, yeah. and there are ninety thousand people in the room. Okay. Okay, and you are giving a speech. Imagine it's like a TED event, right? Ninety thousand people. Zoe is the speaker. Okay. You given you gave an amazing speech about something that you're that you're super passionate about. It could be, um, I don't know, how to live with more purpose because that's mm-hmm. what, what what we talk about today. You're giving this amazing speech and all your experiences, and you shared your story, and everybody in the crowd is just like super um, excited to know how you will finish the evening. And right at the end, you are to leave them those these ninety thousand people. You're to leave them with one sentence, just one sentence for them to just ponder on for the rest of their life, and that's gonna make you unique to the rest of the events that they've ever been to what would the what would that one sentence be Ooh, how long can the sentence be <laughs> be as long as you like but it has to be one okay. sentence okay so I, if i say it really quickly does that count? <laughs> so i think say it however you want to say it zoe i think i would leave them with a question to get them thinking so i think my question would be uh and maybe it's a two-parter but if, if you carry on in the same direction at the same pace, where will you be in 12 months' time? I think that's always a great question to get people to think ahead. Of, are they doing, you know, if you think about the things that I've talked about, the steps, are they in the right direction? Are you moving in the pace, at the right pace and in the right direction of where you want to be in 12 months' time? And the my question would be, are you working towards the tomorrow that you want as well as focusing on your today, because that for me is the balance of focusing forward, focusing on moving towards where you want to get to, but still learning to love and appreciate and be grateful for where you are in the here and now. That was a very long sentence. I'd, obviously, it would be more succinct and, and much more 
practiced and rehearsed <laughs> of course yeah for sure those events are very just like you know a lot of people are very like kind of uh, scripted or they're like practice 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 so much I remember yeah, I'm, naturally, I did my I'm naturally a waffler so it's fine I think us coaches are like that right we're just very when we get passionate about something especially we can waffle on for, for, the, for the rest oh of yeah but it's, it's just genuinely out of love and passion and because we really care right we really care we really yeah, are we emp- really. empathetic people that mm-hmm. genuinely want to help people and, and feel their their pain and the struggles and we know through our life experience that we can help someone the way like I know that I'm so confident I can change someone who's super shy and make them as confident as me it will take time of course but I know I can do it because I've done it when I was a super shy and if I can be this confident today I know that it all happened for my personal growth and my mindset. So mm-hmm. me taking people, shortcutting that journey will also help towards their, them overcoming that. And for you, the same thing. You, you rose from the ashes, as you, as you like to say, from, uh, from the Phoenix project that, yeah. uh, that, you're, that you um, kind of based your whole coaching business around, which I really love, by the way. And, um, and yeah, so you, all of those challenges that you faced, you know so confidently, right, Zoe, that you can really impact someone's life and change it because you've been through what they're going through so that's really really powerful but Zoe I just want to say a massive um, again a massive thank you for just sharing your wisdom sharing your life lessons where can everybody go and like um, reach out to you ask your question if they want to find out about your coaching or just in general want to ask you something because they they've learned something new and they want to reach out to you which platforms do you live in the most and where could they where they can reach you so I'm on all of the social media platforms. The website is phoenixlifecoach.co.uk uh, and you can ask questions on the website or book in, book in a free call. So I'm, I'm pretty accessible and more than happy to answer questions and, and chat to people. So yeah, the people are more than welcome to get in touch. Awesome. And I encourage you guys, go and send Zoe a message. If you're struggling with something in your life right now, go and reach out to her. Just ask a question. You know, you guys, I always tell you every week that if you don't ask, you don't get. If I didn't ask Zoe, because I randomly, Zoe was a stranger to me. Let's be real. Zoe was a stranger. We met on LinkedIn and, you know, we had a conversation. There was no sales pitch. There was no selly, salesy, salesy thing. It was genuine, genuine conversation. I just asked um, if, if she was struggling with anything and if I can help her be in service. And that's how we got connected. And... Basically, I, if I didn't ask Zoe, can she be on the podcast? Because I looked through her bio and it looks like she's been through some ama- really amazing journey so far in her, in her life and business. So I wanted her to come and share her, her lessons with you guys. If I didn't ask her, she wouldn't have said yes. And if, even if she said no, at least I asked, right? So yeah. if you guys don't go and ask Zoe a question, then you'll never know the answer to that thing in your head right now that you're struggling with. So Zoe, I'm going to leave all your links and everything under the YouTube video, under all the podcast platforms, so everybody can go reach out to you. But one last thing that you can just share for them to go and take action on today. Oh, I just make sure that you're living the life that you want to live. I think just make sure you know what you want that to be and make sure that it's the life that you want and that is your purpose, your values, your needs. Awesome. Love it. Well, once again, Zoe, thank you so much for being thank with me you. on the show. And I'm so grateful to keep in touch. And if I can never be of service to you, please let me know because I'd love to help you on your journey as well. And let's okay. keep in touch and speak soon. Thank you. You're welcome. If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new. And now, as a mentor of mine once taught me, 
teach it to others whichever platform you use share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and i hope to see you on the next episode take care